Hey, whether you enjoy listening to Breaking Down Collapse or Building Up Resilience, I think you'll also really enjoy our bonus content on Patreon. Yeah, Kellen and I take 20 minutes each week to talk about the news that's happening all around us and Collapse as it plays out. We like to have a little fun with it, but also make sure that you're aware of what's going on in the world of Collapse. We look forward to having you join us there. The link to join us on Patreon is in the episode description. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We recently talked about the importance of uh, having a plan when it comes to communication, knowing where you're going to meet, if there's an emergency, knowing who you can contact, like they're, you know, outlining some things. That's very helpful. And that's a first step. And we are so used to having like a cell phone in our hand at all times at the ready that having a plan, if all of a sudden we don't have access to cell phone service or a cell phone or whatever is so important. But just because that piece of technology is no longer working doesn't mean that there aren't other options. So for just a few minutes, we're going to do a little bit of an introduction into radio communication. Great. I'm excited. Good. And what I've found is that there is a whole world here. I was actually really surprised. I just think like radio, how difficult can it be? <laughs> and yet I have spent hours... <laughs> Now, researching this, and I feel like I still am trying to grasp it. I'm still just scratching the surface. You know, I don't know much about radio. Um, I, there's a guy in my neighborhood who I grew up respecting a lot, and he's super into ham radio. And yeah, it's it's not just even necessarily like a hobby for some people. It is like it's a whole, it's, it's their life, you know, running, learning about, um, radios. My grandpa was really into ham radio as well. And it's a skill I've wanted to pick up, um, to like get licensed. I, I've heard that it's not terribly difficult, but it's also not a, not an easy thing to do. So we'll see if one day I 
make it happen, but I'm excited to learn about it. And it's funny that you say that because I, I'm just blown away that there is a whole subculture around radio and there were some things I saw there that I liked and some things I didn't. <laughs> yeah. You know, we have a, a, we've, we've podcasted for years now about collapse. And so some people could call us paranoid. I'll just say in general, radio people are more paranoid <laughs> than any other group of people that I've seen. It, it's, it, it can be a little bit alarming, but I also like that oftentimes there's a culture there of, I want to be the one to help other people. Yeah. You know, and they're trying to find ways to make sure that there's still communication in in the appropriate ways when uh, some sort of a disaster hits. All right. So just quickly, so that we understand some terminology, the electromagnetic spectrum ranges from low frequency to high frequency. And on the one end, you've got radio, uh, radio waves, and that marches all the way up from radio to infrared to actual visible light, to ultraviolet light, to x-rays, to gamma rays. We're talking like everything in that range falls, or every everything that I've just mentioned falls on the electromagnetic spectrum. And within that section that we call radio waves, I mean, there's a broad range within that. So radio waves, like I said, there's a spectrum there. Radio waves vibrate at different frequencies which has resulted in the creation of different radio frequency bands. And in the world of radio, there are like a bazillion acronyms. But at the, at the low frequency side, you've got VLF, very low frequency. And then as you march up that scale, LF, low frequency, MF, medium frequency, HF, high frequency. And then you get into VHF, very high frequency, UHF, ultra high frequency, SHF, super high frequency, and EHF, extremely high frequency. I think I'd, I'd probably get confused about, was super more than ultra, more than extreme? Because they're all kind of synonymous. To me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot there. Um, generally speaking, low frequency can travel really far but can't communicate as much data. And higher frequencies, you can communicate much more data, but with less range. So, you know, one resource that I was taking a look at talked about how, you know, now there's like 5G when it comes to cell phone signals. And it's just astounding how much data can be sent. Um, but as they keep moving up in that spectrum, they have to place cell phone towers more and more densely and it can also mean that uh like you 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 can't get through barriers as easily right or if you're in in rough terrain or anything like that you're not going to be able to get the messaging across that you need to okay so some radios uh, like i when you think of radio i think of like oh it's that thing in your car that you turn on to am or fm which Yes, that is part of it. Um, but there's what's called a transmitter and there's a receiver. Basically, transmitting means you can actually send something. You can talk. A receiver means you can actually receive something, right? You can, you can listen. A lot of radios that we think of for like communicating with other people, it's a transmitter and a receiver. So they call it a transceiver. 
Okay, so then let's talk for just a minute about the different options that you have. Again, cell phones are out of commission and you need a way to communicate with your family or you need a way to communicate with other people or you want to listen to what's going on in another part of the world. There are a variety of different options and they all have their pros and cons. And and really there are so many options <laughs> that we're not going to dive too deep on all of it and there are uh, so many interesting combinations and new technologies where you can have like you can have this type of radio, but you then you can use this to connect it to your laptop and you can have that transmit, you know, via the internet to blah, blah, blah. But again, if we're just talking basic, let's start at the very kind of bottom of range and, and, and being able to communicate at long distance. So this is what would be called FRS. And by the way, many of these end with RS, which just means radio service. So FRS, family radio service. If you have an FRS radio, you can think of this as like a basic walkie-talkie. Oftentimes, these walkie-talkies in their advertising or on the packaging, it'll say like, it has a range of 20 miles or 30 miles or even 40 miles, but you probably have to cut that down by 90%. There are a lot of factors, but usually this is like hey, a quarter mile, a half mile, maybe at most a mile, you can communicate with somebody with one of these. So these are cheap. Like you might be able to get for 15 bucks, get a couple of these FRS radios, these walkie talkies. Um, and they are very plug and play, not a big learning curve. Don't have to get licensed to use it. Correct. Yep. But it's a limited range. You have limited functionality, limited channels. So this would be more for like on your property, right? Just to be able to communicate with your family or maybe it's your neighbor in the same subdivision or cul-de-sac that you need to be able to communicate with, or you each have a walkie talkie as you're traveling, you know, and, and you're in this car and the other person is tailing you in this car and you need to be able to communicate as you're making your way somewhere. This is the kind of thing that would be helpful to have an FRS radio for. Yeah. I remember, uh, when I was like 12 and my girlfriend, you know, when you'd like hold hands once or whatever. Anyway, she lived down around the corner and we would at night, she'd have walkie talkies. And at night we would each have a walkie talkie and we would like have to talk really quiet so that our parents couldn't hear. And then you, it's really hard to hear and understand and someone doesn't click the button at the right time. So you only catch half of what they say, <laughs> but it's simple enough that a 12 year old can use it uh, with his girlfriend. And so I think it goes to, to agree with what you're saying that they're, they're low, low complexity, but they have their fair share of downsides as well. Did you say over? Yeah. Yeah. Over and out. <laughs> Ten four. And then she said, we're over. And my 12-year-old heart was broken. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. So there's another one called MERS or M-U-R-S, which I actually didn't write it down. I think it's like a multi-use radio service. Um, I'm not going to dive deep into that one. It's It's similar in many ways to what we just talked about. There's what's called GMRS or General Mobile Radio Service. This is also like a handheld radio, but it can be much more powerful. I think you can have up to like a 50 watt power on, on a GMRS radio in the U.S. These are a bit more robust. They can go a longer distance. You're still talking 
probably just a few miles. Um, you know, depending on what you get, maybe it's two miles, maybe you can get up to five miles. Apparently with GMRS radios, you can use repeaters, which a repeater is essentially a device that can take the radio signal that it receives and retransmit it further. Um, you, you do, you do still have a limited number of channels. And one thing about GMRS radios is you, you do have to have a license to use them. That said, you basically, you don't even have to take a test for these ones. I think you just pay a relatively small fee. And I, you know, I think that license lasts like 10 years. So if you need something a little bit more powerful or something that can be modified to even extend the reach of it, GMRS is a good option. Okay. So the next one I'll mention is a CB radio. That stands for Citizens Band Radio. Um, this is something that can be handheld or it can be like in a car or you can have a base station. There are different types of CB radios, but now we're talking about extending the range even further. It's more like intermediate distance. It might be maybe up to like 15 miles or so. Are CB radios uh, what you typically hear like truckers using with each other, I feel like? Yeah, that's my understanding. Again, I think there's lots of different types of radios, but something that at least kind of short range, they can stay up to date with each other. CB radio is one of the most widely used radio services in America. Apparently, since the mid-70s, there have been like 40 to 60 million of these sold. Wow. Doesn't mean that there's currently that many people using them, right? Right. But a lot of people talk about this as something that could really help in an emergency situation because you can even just tune in and perhaps find out, uh, you know, from others that are using CB radios where where to find clean water in in your little local community or where to go to get gas. Like I said, you can have it like in your car. Basically, the uh, the Twitter or the X, when everything goes down, everyone can post their verbal updates, what they're seeing in their area, what's happening, and get your information from it. <laughs> it's a fun way to think about it. <laughs> now, these are going to be more expensive. A huge range here, but you might be talking about something more like $120 or $150. And obviously, you need a license to operate them. Do you need a license to just have a receiver and listen in? Well, across the board, you never have have to have a license. It's, it's always legal to listen. So the only time a license may be required is to actually transmit. Yes, but I will say that my understanding is an individual does not need a license to operate a CB radio. Oh. I guess that makes sense. If truckers are using them, they're probably not all licensed to do so so uh, if i can ask what's the difference between like when, why would someone be required to be licensed in radio versus one that can be more freely operated i don't know all the, all the reasons for why certain things need a license and others don't but i do know that in part some radios uh you know the fcc requires a license because they're more powerful or often because they can be modified to like amplify their signal to reach further distances. There's also designated channels for different people, right? And so there are like 
we'll talk about ham radio, but the, you know, there are amateur radio channels. There are channels that are designated for business use and you have to be operating under like a business to be able to use those channels. There are channels that they don't want anybody tuning into government. <laughs> so I think it's just a way to, to regulate all of that. And just a, a quick comment. You would talk about like the idea of just listening and not necessarily talking. There are people out there that'll say like, if you can get a shortwave or an all band general coverage, just a receiver, you know, AM, FM, shortwave, you, it's a way to find out what is going on. And a lot of people like it because you can hear voices from around the world that haven't been filtered through the mainstream media. Hmm. Like, they feel like it's it's stuff that you can trust a little bit more because it, it might not have, like, a slanted agenda. Sure. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Okay, so then you actually started out early on talking about ham radio and ham radio comes up all the time in the radio world. Like this is people just love it. It's talked about a lot in the context of preparedness. Ham radio is much more powerful. It's also, you, you heard the term amateur radio when I mentioned that before. Yep. That's kind of synonymous here. So it requires much more power, but it has the highest range. You do need a license for this. And in this case, you actually have to, pass a test. There's also quite a steep learning curve compared to other types of radio. And there are some pretty amazing things that you can do. Like if you get like a roll-up antenna, you know, maybe it's 30 feet or 50 feet, you throw it up in a tree or something like that. And, you know, with a high frequency, if you've got a ham radio, you can talk across the country or even talk with people in other countries. So ham radio is awesome. I will say, though, in my research, uh, when it comes to just what's most practical, I'm not convinced that ham radio is most practical. Sure. And that me saying that might get some hate because people just love ham radio. Right. But there are a couple things that I think are worth mentioning here. So oftentimes, if you're trying to use ham radio to talk to people at very long distances, then you have to rely on repeaters. Like I said, a repeater is this device that can transmit the signal further. And so there might be a whole series of repeaters that are used. Um, but repeaters are usually like privately owned or owned by clubs. And it's 
there's maybe not all the funding. And so sometimes they have a battery backup and sometimes they don't. You don't always know if your repeater is going to be like able to actually trans repeat the signal if the power goes down. Yeah. If you're in a grid down situation, you don't know what's actually going to stay up. Yeah. And my understanding of repeaters is that um, they can only pass through one signal at a time. Now, there's variations of that, but usually that involves, like, you have to have the internet. But if you've got all these people trying to use ham radio at once, there's a chance that you won't be able to get through. all this. There will be a kind of a traffic jam there of all the signals. Which, especially if you're in a situation where you don't have access to the grid and normal communication, it's going to be very log jammed with trying to get stuff through. Yeah. And, and I'm just taking, that's just based off of some of what I saw some people saying online. I frankly don't know enough about repeaters to know the ins and outs. And maybe there are some that can transmit multiple signals, but that is something that's been brought up as a con. Also, if you're trying to talk to somebody else far away using a ham radio, the person on the other end needs to be a ham radio operator. Right. And so, again, they've got to have the the equipment and they've got to have the expertise and all that. Yep. Also, apparently, if you're trying to talk to somebody like across the country or in other countries, it, it's, it's really difficult to be able to hit a, a specific person in a, in a specific fixed location repeatedly. I can, I can imagine, yeah. Uh, like, I guess it's affected by the, the weather and by the time of day and even by the moon and all these things. And so like it, it just isn't going to be super reliable consistently if you're trying to talk to a certain person. Yeah. Seems like another, another great way to be able to communicate with others generally, right? Especially if you have a club, um, if you're wanting to communicate with the wider world to find out what's going on, you know, or, just what information people have, especially in a grid down situation, I can imagine how wonderful that would be. Yeah. So long as the information being given can be trusted. Uh, I can imagine there's probably lots of questions and issues about being able to trust the people giving you the information that they are. Simply because, like, talking to someone across the world, a random voice who shows up on your ham radio, to me, is similar as, you know, talking to a stranger on the internet and being able to confidently trust the the type of info they're giving you yeah i agree with that so you can see as we're talking through all these that there's like it it depends on all these factors on on what you actually need what's your price point you're okay with how big and clunky are you okay with something being do you need like a base station are you trying to have something that you can take with you if you need to travel what's the range that you need all all of that is so important um, the last of these that I'll mention is like a satellite radio. And uh, there are some arguments out there that this is actually much more practical than like a ham radio. Yeah. Because now we're back to like walkie-talkie simplicity with long-range capabilities. The difference, from my understanding, is just going to be cost. Yes, but the cost has come way down. Awesome. So actually, you can... It might cost you 200 bucks, and then I think 20 bucks a month, but you, you might you might still be paying much less than you would for a nice ham radio, right? Um, but you're right that like first of all you don't you don't need to like string up up a wire 
over a tree or, you know, anything like that. The learning curve is much less. They're really not terribly expensive. So satellite radio is a really good option. Yeah. Yeah. If you've got the money for it, I mean, that's probably, if you have the money for it, it's going to be the most practical uh, just for ease of use, for flexibility, for everything it will give you. The one thing with a satellite radio, though, is like a walkie-talkie, you're communicating with a specific, with someone else who has the other radio, from what I understand, right? It's not like you're communicating with the wider world and, and searching for information. It's a way to communicate with a specific person um, who also has to have one of these radios. And and that's where I don't know. Like, I, I think you can tune in and listen. Maybe I'm thinking more of like a satellite phone. Yeah, and and again, I I have a tough time. Like I said, I I feel a little bit ill prepared to talk to some of the specifics because I haven't actually gotten in and used a bunch of these different types of radios, and there are so many variations. Right, there are some of these radios. You think of it as a radio that like you press a button and you talk to somebody, but some of them you can even send text, and that can even go further. Right, or some of them you can even send to an email address. Some of them you can create your own channel. Some of them you, you can encrypt your messages so that somebody else wouldn't be able to listen in. There's just a whole range, a whole world of options out there. And so, yeah, I don't know what options are available for different satellite radios. And by the way, I'm saying satellite radio. We're talking about radios. I think probably the correct terminology here is to call it a satellite phone. Regardless, like it sounds like it's a great way to communicate if you're wanting to have a specific person that you're really wanting to make sure you're able to have communication with no matter where you are, you know, no matter what's happening with, um, with the grid or, or whatever, it's a private connection that you're able to have with somebody to communicate. It does, however, come at like a $20 a month cost. So that can be kind of frustrating to be paying that for something that you're never using unless you're either, you know, a, like a, outdoor adventurer where you're in places where you need to communicate with that person up in the mountains or something or be in the case of an emergency that may or may not happen. Yeah, exactly. So that's where it comes down to, uh, you know, I met my purpose here was just to give kind of a brief overview of what I've learned so far about these different types of radio, the different options. Um, but as you try to figure out what option is best for you, you need to put a little bit of time and effort into just creating a plan that starts with picking a use case and saying like, here's where I think I would actually use this or the most likely scenario. Um, a lot of people who are really involved in the radio world, they get all of these different types of radios because they want to be prepared to use them in all these different cases. And, you know, some go as far as to say like, I've got like an FRS radio but I've also got an MUR radio and my neighbor, I've given them one of each as well so that they can talk to me on the FRS radio and I'll respond on the MUR radio. And that way, anyone who's trying to listen in will only hear half of our conversation. Wow. You know, yeah, well, you can go as deep into this as you want. But the point is, it is good to have some sort of backup form of communication. Pick a use case. Um, you're going to be taking a look at what kind of range you need, uh, how mobile you need it to be, and what kind of price you're okay with. And then just a couple of 
little practical things, you'll want to pay attention to batteries. Many of the new like handheld radios are rechargeable, which is awesome if you've got a way to recharge. Um, older ones, you know, or, or ones that you buy specifically for this, you can have replaceable batteries, but you need to make sure you've got batteries to replace. There is a term, you've probably heard it before, but it's parasitic draw, meaning that uh, if you leave the batteries in, they will drain over time. That's often the case with these. You may, as you're looking at these different radios, you may want to get one that has like a digital interface so that you can be exact on the frequency that you want. If you, you know, you talk about the little cheap walkie-talkie that you use to talk to your girlfriend. Right. You, you were probably just turning a knob. Yep. Channel three, channel four, channel five. Yeah, and you might you might not get as exact with that. Also, people often say, like, I want to use whatever the police department uses or the military. But keep in mind, those organizations have major infrastructure. <laughs> and you probably won't be able to support all of your own infrastructure to use the same kind of equipment that they use. They've got repeater towers. And they've got both fixed and mobile repeaters and drones and planes, right? Like, if we're talking about the military, they've got all of these things to be able to support that kind of communication. So don't go buy the kind of radio that the military uses if you don't have all the infrastructure to support it. That said, um, by the way, I, I'm a big advocate for um, listening in. If you're wanting to listen in and what's going on around you, um, super easy to to listen to most counties. Uh, police scanners and radios, right? I, I've been doing this for years. It's just kind of become a hobby for me. And like, I, I even got on a local email list with a guy who runs the local, um, scanner, basically. Um, he goes, he's the one who, who basically submits all the, um, the radio traffic to broadcastify. He reached out to me. We talked about it. I now get an email anytime, like an ambulance is called out anywhere in the local area and it's super interesting to hear what's going on i can hear like oh something just happened down the street if i want to get onto the scanner and and it'll show me how many people are listening so i know when something big is happening anyway it's just uh it's really nice to be able to know if i'm about to go out uh go across town through main street i'll flip on the scanner here oh there's a big accident or there's some other police um presence happening here or whatever, I'm going to avoid that. I'm going to go a different way. I'm going to just miss that altogether, keep my family out of danger when there might be something going on. So uh, if we're talking about listening in, I am an advocate for police scanners. You can just go to broadcastify.com and, and look for your local area. And what's been really interesting is, Corey, I've been with you before where you'll get a notification on your phone because you got a police scanner app and it'll say that there's like a bunch of people listening something that's going on in the, across the country. Right. And you'll be like, oh, let me listen. Let me see what's going on. Oh, there was a mass shooting in Florida, right? And you, and it's there. Like, I'm hearing about it three hours before it's going to be on any news network or whatever. Maybe not that early. But just today, it was just – it could also just be interesting. Like, I, I got a little notification. I looked on it. It's telling me that in somewhere in Nevada, Oklahoma, Nevada – there was a police chase. I turn it on. I start listening, and I can hear the police communicating about this chase at 120 miles per hour. I hear the moment that the vehicle flips, 
and someone's ejected from it. That didn't help me. <laughs> you know, obviously there was no practical reason. Um, but it just shows the kind of the, the flexibility of it. You can hear lots of different things going on. And, and from a local perspective, it can just be super helpful to have um, to have an ear on what's happening with, with law enforcement locally. Great. So as you're listening, if you haven't already, consider investing in some sort of radio. You can, as you've listened to these different options, you can pick out what's the best option for you. I'll probably learn a lot more about this as I actually get into it. I'm trying to choose what options are best for me. And so I'll be excited to share once I actually get whatever type of radio or radios I'm going to get and play around with them and learn learn a little bit more from experience. You and I will have to get a couple of FRS radios and tell each other bedtime stories and say, over and out. <laughs> over and out. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.